Hello there. Welcome to Semester 7, Episode 2 of the Ivy Wise Just Admit It podcast, where former deans and directors of admission give expert insight into the complex college admissions landscape. This season, we're cracking the code, translating common admission speak. This means we'll be decoding and defining some commonly used admissions language and terms. I'm Tasha, your host for this season. I'm an admissions counselor at Ivy Wise and a former international admission officer at USC, as well as a former assistant director of international admissions at Boston University. My guest today is Alicia. She's a former assistant director of admissions at Duke University and an Ivy Wise counselor with me as well. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Tasha. Thanks so much for joining me today. How's your summer going? It's going well so far. Um, Honestly, can't believe that we're almost at the end of summer and my seniors are already starting to submit their college applications. I know I'm feeling the same way and um, I just I can't believe it's the end of August. (laughs) It went by very quickly. It always it always does. Um, so because of that, we, we've gotten started on uh, the semester seven of the Ivy Wise Just Admitted podcast uh, to really kind of jump right in and make sure that our listeners have something to follow along with uh, over this fall application season. So last episode, uh, we kind of started backwards and discussed what an admissions committee is, which is the very, very final step that students are often in as their applications are being reviewed by colleges. But today, we're kind of hopping back to the beginning um, to discuss the kind of applicants that colleges like to see. So today we're going to be defining a term that gets thrown out a lot these days in the college admissions world, and that term is pointy. Okay, what the heck is that? First things first, let's start out by defining what pointy means. Alicia, what is a pointy student? It's kind of funny that we're talking about um, this topic right after you all talked about admissions committee, because pointy students are the ones that tend to be discussed in admissions committee. A pointy student is a student that has really well-developed interests or well-developed passions. So, you know, they've really taken the time to deeply explore their areas of interest in a way that is truly authentic and is also compelling. Um, And so the authentic piece means that, you know, for students who are beginning the college admissions process or students who are starting high school, you know, they are actively and honestly um, seeking to get to know themselves on a deeper level. And in doing that, they find interests that really match their values, that connect with um, their strengths, and that allow them to pursue something that will um, be something they enjoy doing in the future as well. It's not just that they are pursuing something for the sake of the college admissions process, but it's something that they enjoy, something that they're good at, something that they see themselves taking further on in life, you know, beyond just high school. Um, And they're also pointy and compelling in the sense that when we're talking about pointy students from the college admissions side of things, you know, we're talking about the students that are pointy and compelling. Um, And so college admissions offices and college admissions officers, you know, are looking for students that 
are bringing over a pointy profile that is a compelling pointy profile, so something that is of interest to them. Um, and that could be students that are pointy who have pursued an interest that matters to the college. So maybe they have a really specific, you know, major like marine science or something like that. And the student has really like dug deep in that area. And it's like, wow, they're a perfect fit for our school. So pointy in the sense that, you know, they, again, are compelling and matching their interests. They're the ways they've dug deep in that interest area with what the college is looking for. Um, some people also talk about pointy in terms of hook or, um, and, and that's just another phrase that you might hear thrown out there. Well, it's both sides. It's like pointy from the student side and it's also pointy from what matters to the college and what they're looking for. Thank you so much, Alicia. That was a really great uh, summary and I think very well developed summary of, of how we're defining pointy these days in the college admissions world. And I like that at the end there, you kind of gave some additional words that often get thrown around that mean something very similar. You mentioned angular that you prefer. I've heard that one as well. And I'll be totally honest, you know, when I first got into the college admissions world, uh, at least where I was working, the word pointy wasn't really being used. Um, I think that we were using other language that got to a similar place in terms of the kinds of students we were looking for and talking about. So as opposed to talking about well-rounded students, we wanted students who were experts in particular subjects of interest or particular passions that they were really digging into. But um, Angular is not one that I had really heard, Alicia. Could you elaborate on that? When we think about, you know, the terminology of well-rounded students, you know, those are the students that are just like doing so many things, you know, really well. And um, I think those students, you know, still have a place in the college admissions process. Um, but another way of thinking of pointy is maybe thinking about more angular. So instead of being rounded in the well-rounded sense, you're angular in the sense that you are like heading in the direction of the interest that you have in, in that deeper capacity. Um, another way of thinking about it, if you don't want to use angular is, those students that that are intellectually engaged, um, that they're pursuing, right, their interest at that deeper level. The reason that I prefer Angular is because it just allows students to have multiple angles. Um, so when I think of Angular, I maybe think of a student that um, might pursue multiple things at deeper levels. Um, whereas pointy is maybe like you are, you know, you have that single interest. Um, so I like that Angular because I'm like, I think high school students have a lot of interests and it's really hard to choose one or even two. And Angular kind of gives you the flexibility to deeply develop interests in like maybe a handful or, you know, two, three, four different areas that are hopefully, you know, connected in one way or another. And so there's so many different, I think, words that you can use to describe this like single concept. Um, and yeah, I don't think that there's one that's maybe better than another. That's really interesting. I'd actually never thought of it that way. And now that you've outlined it, it almost feels like it's a spectrum uh, from one end, one end of the spectrum being well-rounded and the other being pointed, pointy, excuse me, and then angular and, and other kinds of angles <laughs> all the way in but in between so so why do you think we use this terminology in the first place and, and why does it matter in the admissions process um I think that 
you know, we use this terminology these days just because um, the college admissions landscape has changed so much in recent years. Um, it has just, you know, exploded in terms of the number of folks that are applying to college and the number of folks that are applying to highly selective places. Um, and so now it is much harder for students, any student to stand out. Um, and among lots of students that might be really bright and well-rounded, um, there are some that have deeply pursued their interests in a very unique way or perhaps have a unique interest. Um, and those students are tending to sometimes rise more in these highly competitive pools. Again, I think the interest has to be authentic, um, that, you know, that integrity has to be clear through the application, through the recommendations that the college receives. Um, and, um, you know, that's, that's the most important part of that, that pointy piece is that it is the authentic um, interest of the student and then pursuing it again at that deeper level. Um, and those students, again, they're standing out in that process. Um, they're more of the, the specialists um, that are shining in that pool filled with lots of bright students. Um, and then on the other side of it, colleges are looking to build um, well-rounded you know, communities or well-rounded classes of students. So they're looking to build a, a community of students with lots of different types of interests. And um, for, for this new pool where students tend to stand out that they're more angular or more pointy, being able to find those students to build that well-rounded class or community, um, it can be a lot easier for, for colleges because um, they're standing out a little bit more than those bright and well-rounded students are than maybe they did in the past. So we've gone through defining pointy, which I think was definitely the, the most important part in terms of starting this conversation. We know what we're talking about at least, but um you know, we understand that there's a place for students in the application process, whether they're, they're well-rounded, angular, pointy, but definitely pointy students are kind of the highly sought after um, students that, you know, maybe we're encouraging students to strategize toward becoming pointy if that's something that's available to them or if they do feel genuine passion and interest in different areas of study. Uh, but for a student who maybe, you know, is just starting high school and is kind of considering their options and is thinking, you know, how, how can I become pointy if that's something that I'm interested in? How can a student become pointy? Mm, yeah, that's a really interesting question because in a lot of ways, I sort of feel like it's very difficult to become pointy if you are just not pointy. <laughs> um but I think that for those students that are starting off the process that are beginning to explore their interests, um, they definitely have the potential to become pointy should they find their interest, you know, early in high school. And I think everybody is at a different place in terms of their maturity, in terms of their ability to explore their options, or maybe they just don't feel that that's the right time for them to do that. Um, but for those students that feel ready to like, you know, dig deep and go down that path, um, you know, they would start doing that in ninth grade. Um, you know, in ninth grade, they'll spend time exploring all of their different interests, you know, with reading, with internet searches, with classes they might take in, in high school in person or online. Um, you know, maybe that's also 
exploring different extracurricular activities they might be interested in that connect to those academic interests. Um, and then by early sophomore year, they're really narrowing their interests to two or three areas and getting to identify what are the really pointy areas or sort of like niche areas of their application. Um, and once they've determined those areas of interest, that's when they really begin to develop um, their quote unquote points by choosing really specific courses and extracurricular activities that align with those areas of interest, um, you know, by demonstrating expertise or becoming specialists in their areas of academic interest then, um, and by having that, you know, significant impact beyond high school in their extracurricular activities, they can demonstrate these point qualities and the ways that they can really contribute to colleges. Um, so each part of a student's application, you know, once they get to that point, you know, through the point uh, um, point in the process, um, will point to that pointy profile in a way. So that might be like their essays uh, really are aligning with that pointy interest. Um, even their extracurricular activities are probably going to align with it. Even just like their hobbies can really contribute to a, their pointy profile in a way. Um, so each part of the application, again, really aligns authentically with whatever that interest might be and the ways they've explored it deeply. And also, not only that they've explored it, but that it matters to the college what they've explored and that they are good at it as well. I think that that's also a piece to keep in mind. You can, you know, attempt as much as you want to be very pointy in chemistry, but if you're just like not a chemistry person and you're really not skilled in that area, it's going to be hard to develop a compelling pointy profile in that area of interest. That's a great point, Alicia. And I think that that's something that I want to uh, spend a little bit of time on is, is interest and real passion versus interest for the application, right? So I think, um, it's really important that students who are pursuing something and developing an application profile that really becomes very pointy toward a certain subject. So let's let's stay with that example of chemistry, um, that they're doing it because they're genuinely good at and interested in chemistry um, and that it doesn't become this kind of torturous <laughs> thing that they're spending all of their time on because, you know, maybe they started working toward a pointy profile in chemistry in their sophomore year. And then, you know, their junior year, they took a more advanced chemistry and found out that it actually wasn't for them or wasn't a subject that they were as interested in, in as they thought. But then they continued to pursue it in this very pointy way for the sake of the pointy profile. Um, so this is just kind of an example that I just pulled out um, spontaneously. But I think, uh, you know, there are many, many other subjects or other ways that we could that we could discuss this kind of example, but but the the lesson being that I would want students to pursue a subject and um, you know pursue it extracurricularly as well as academically, as Alicia mentioned, uh, because the genuine interest has continued and not because you know they want to stick to that original intent. You know, if they were strategizing early on, um, is is that is there anything that you would add to that, Alicia? Yeah, I completely agree. You know, I think that it's, you know, the most important, you know, thing to keep in mind through the, the college admissions process is that you should be pursuing what matters to you. I think that students get stuck in like passions and I don't have a passion and what's my passion and I'm 14 years old and I have to figure out my passion and it's like, whoa, that's kind of a big word. And it takes people years and years to figure out, you know, what their passion is 
quote unquote, and maybe it's not a passion per se, but maybe it's an interest or maybe it's just like thinking about it in the sense of, again, like what matters to you and how do you define that and how have you explored that? Um, I think that like, yes, you, um, you know, you do want to explore and pursue things that you are good at and that are in your areas of, you know, strength rather than weakness. I think that it will be a very challenging road for students who, I mean, we use chemistry as an example, but let's say like English literature is not their strong suit, but for some reason they feel like compelled to pursue that, you know, and then they're struggling in those classes and it's like, okay, something's not aligning here. So what you like also in some ways has to align with what you're good at. Um, and then in that sense, as you're pursuing that path through high school and you're developing your interests and getting involved in extracurricular activities related to that, you know, you're making sure also that, again, you're having like a legitimate impact in the ways that you're spending your time and you're not just pursuing like programs where, you know, you are um, sort of paying to get involved in that related interest area. I'm not saying, you know, don't pursue pre-college programs. I think those are super helpful for students in getting to their interests on a deeper level, getting connected with faculty, exploring college campuses, um, and they should definitely consider doing those at the same time. We should also see other evidence of the student exploring that interest, um, you know, outside of those types of programs where they're paying to learn about something. You know, we should see it through the things that they're reading and the things that they're doing in their free time as well and their extracurricular activities. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Um, there are a lot of ways to, to demonstrate those interests uh, toward the pointy subject that go beyond um, some of these kind of pre-arranged programs. Um, awesome. Okay, so we've discussed a lot already, but I, I want to stick to this idea of whether or not being pointy is important. And and I know that uh, Alicia, you you already said you know if if you're not already pointy, it's pretty difficult to become pointy. Why do we as former admissions officers care about whether a student is pointy or not? So um, when colleges are, you know, sorting through thousands and thousands of applications, um, they're oftentimes trying to like visualize or imagine what a student will be like on their campus, what they'll get involved in, who that student might become as, a, you know, an alum of that college. Um, and so they're trying to get, again, get that like that sense just from reading your application, which is really, really challenging. It's sort of like when you're reading a book and you're trying to imagine what a character looks like. That's kind of the, the closest experience that I can um, connect it to or compare it to. Um, and so in doing that, you know, sometimes it can be challenging for them to imagine students and what they'll do if their interests or their activities or the way they talk about what they want to do is kind of all over the place. It's very like unorganized or discombobulated and they just like can't get a sense of who this student is and what they might end up doing on campus. Uh, and so having, um, you know, pointy students in the pool really give, I think, college admissions officers a very like clear sense of what that student might do when they come to campus. Of course, like there's no holding students to what they say that they think they're interested in now or they might want to study. Um, but I think that if it's authentic to you, you're probably going to continue doing that in some capacity, whether that's through your activities in college or you pursue it as a minor, you know, in some capacity, you'll bring that perspective, that experience, that 
interest area, you know, to the table, even if you don't end up majoring in it. Um, and so they're able to, again, visualize like the way that student will contribute to their campus community. And then um, and that can really simplify things for college admissions officers when they're just, again, reading through like thousands and thousands of applications. And so that's where I think it matters um, quite a bit is just through the reading process. And the other side of things is that um, colleges do want to bring um, students to their campus that are really intellectually engaged or intellectually curious, kind of on like another level. Those are the folks that really are like deeply engaged in their academic program. And um, for colleges, you know, one of their top constituents um, are the faculty members. And so they want to uh, make sure they're bringing students to campus that are going to pursue a wide variety of majors at their school and that are really going to connect with the faculty members on like, you know, another level. And so they're like, okay, these students are going to be, you know, really connecting with faculty in this department that really gets admissions officers excited as well. Um, the faculty get excited about that too. Definitely. I think um, it's that other level that, that go above and beyond um, perhaps what might be considered the norm of engagement um, in high school, right, is definitely what admissions officers are looking for, uh, because a student who's doing that in high school is definitely going to do that in college, um, you know, more likely than not, as they continue to engage even further and more advanced levels of, of their academic interests. Okay, so I, I think I just have one final question that I want us to discuss together, Alicia, and that is, um, what what part of being a pointy student might help someone succeed in the long run, um, you know, as they go through their four years or, or more of, of undergraduate education and beyond? Yeah, I mean, I think that understanding this concept of like pointy or angular is just super important for students because, you know, when they graduate from college and they're pursuing applying for jobs, um, or they're even applying to graduate school, you kind of have to be able to demonstrate that like pointy interest in the ways that you've deeply developed it or had an impact in it. Um, and so understanding what that means and also knowing like how to explore your interest in a variety of ways could be a really useful skill for students um, in the long run. Um, I think that, you know, from a high school student perspective, like just being able to learn more about what you like and understanding how to figure out what you like and how to explore what you like. I think that having that skill is just so important in life. Um, if you explore what you like and you do what you love, I think you'll end up being happier in the long run. So um, the sooner, more, you know, the sooner that you can develop that skill, I think the better for sure. So I definitely agree with that final statement, Alicia. I think that, um, you know, there's always room in life to change your mind and to start different interests or, you know, start a new career. Um, and so I think that for students who are maybe pointy in high school and then in college actually find a whole new interest, which does happen, right? We know that um, a lot of liberal arts colleges and really um, most universities in the U.S. Uh, are a liberal arts curriculum, at least at, at their core. Uh, they really encourage this wide academic exploration. You know, you have uh, distribution division requirements. And so often students end up discovering a whole new field that maybe wasn't available to them in high school or that they maybe were able to um, 
discover more deeply in college and, and totally change their minds. And that's absolutely okay too. And so just kind of putting out a plug there for, for students who might think like, well, I have so many interests and I just haven't been able to, to get there just yet. Or students who are really pointy now, but, you know, might, be distracted by another passion or interest down the road, you you can become pointy in a different direction. Or as Alicia described, per- perhaps you can become angular <laughs> later in life as well. Oh, 100%. I think you should just, again, like know the, the skill of being able to know how to explore what you're interested in um, in a variety of ways. I think that that is just so important. And you can, you can always change your mind in any <laughs> any direction and you'll carry you know, the perspective with you that you had from, let's say you were just like super into history and now you're just not interested in that anymore. Now that you're in college and you found like, oh, I really love political science or love biology, whatever that might be. Um, you know, you're going to carry that perspective from all of that, like, you know, deep digging that you did into that area of interest in the past, you'll carry that with you into your, your new uh, direction as well. So that informs you, I think, and that's always really helpful and really useful as well. Definitely. All right, Alicia, thank you so much for taking the time to to chat pointy students with me. So that just about wraps up this episode of Just Admit It. Stay tuned for a new episode in a couple of weeks on Friday. Next up, we will be answering the following question. What are grit and fit? In the meantime, you can catch up on all of our previous episodes by visiting our podcast page and be sure to bookmark our knowledge base for additional help with navigating the complex and competitive admissions process. If there are any topics you'd like us to cover in the next semester, please email us at podcast at ivywise.com. And don't forget to follow us on socials for more resources on the higher ed landscape. You can find us at follow ivywise. Thank you again so much, Alicia, for joining us. Thank you, Tasha. It was fun. From Ivy Wise, I'm your host, Tasha, and this has been Just Admit It. See you next time. Bye.